So we're back. Last night recap. Uh, we're in the air, or do you say in the air? On the air. You On say the air. Actually. In English, yeah. So I hear Matt. How are you doing? I'm very good. How are yourself? Yeah, I'm, I'm very well. It's getting warm in Sweden. So, so, you, so you're not in minus numbers anymore? No, we're not. I'm really happy about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyone else there? <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, here we are. Uh, yeah, so Martin, I'll start with you. So Hi how's uh, how's your life at the moment? Yeah, so good. Yeah, keeping busy. Yeah, so you're back from Easter holidays and all that. Uh, yeah, we went back last um, Tuesday, um, oh. and then we've got yeah, we're, we're we're pretty much back now. There's a few days here and there, but it's all back to normal and just sort of busy term. I think we've got nine weeks on Friday until Ooh. Um, Ooh. school breaks up for summer here. So. Oh, so it's good. All in one go. So nine weeks solid. Nine, yeah, nine, yeah, nine solid weeks. Oh, that's heavy. We're quite broken up here in Sweden with all the holidays coming up before summer, actually. Yeah. 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 We don't have, yeah, the, the Easter, Easter is our last one. So it's just, like I say, there's a couple of Monday, sort of what we call bank holidays, which are kind of like national holidays. Um, oh. and then a couple of, a uh, couple of like uh, professional development days. Other than that, it's nine weeks solid. Twenty eighth of June, we stop, and then some other schools stop sixth of July. So oh, that's cool. So yeah, it's good. The biggest question of it all for all the podcasts in the world is where is Kurt? Aha. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, Kurt? Good, good, good. How are you? Oh, we're doing good. I, it yeah. seems like it. Yeah. So um, Matt, do so you have a question for Kurt to see where he is? Uh, yes. Um, do the people there speak English? They do speak English. Okay, that's narrowed it down. Oh, that's, <laughs> well, that's, yeah, yeah, like, that, it used to be like that, one third it. of the world. Yeah, that feels, world. that feels like Glasgow. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, you're so bad. <laughs> uh, okay, Martin. Um, are you? Are, are you in one of the fifty states? I am in one of the fifty states. Okay, it narrows that down. So, did you have to leave your apartment because someone was pre- playing the drums too, lo- <laughs> too loud? <laughs> I did have to leave the apartment. I'm about an, an hour away from home. Oh, you're an hour away? That's yes. interesting, Ashley. Yes. Were you stuck in traffic? Or was it just... No, I wasn't stuck in traffic. No. Um, actually, okay. I'll tell you guys. I, uh, in Oaks, uh, Pennsylvania, um, oh. there was a break festival, yeah. which is... Um, a, f- um, a gathering of Lego fanatics. Oh, um, wow. I wouldn't call me myself a Lego fanatic, but I always go and look at um, the experience. But you can, always, you can always call you a nerd. <laughs> you could. You could. You yeah. Could. Yeah. Put me in a Lego box. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So how's the experience? Well, it's wonderful to see um, what they do. And they had um, all these Lego plates on the wall where, uh, where the kids could uh, start creating. And that's what uh, was inspiring for me. Is there were all these little places, um, like, a, like a ball pit, but then with Lego, all blue Lego, and the kids could create something. Or an architecture um, island where they all were inspired by that white Lego architecture kit. Um, I spent some time listening to kids who made war scenes from World War II um, or Vietnam or or Africa, and they were very, very detailed, um, and they knew a lot. 
a lot about oh. history. So, and the funnier thing about it is um, I asked them if it was a project for school and none of them did this for, for school because it wasn't allowed. Oh, uh, okay. Cool. <laughs> so, so it's the creativity together with uh, knowledge. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I specifically was looking for the augmented reality and Lego to see oh, nice. um, if I could find anything oh, yeah. of that. Yeah. So I was, I was very curious about that. Brilliant. So I'm very curious about the episode tonight because it's going to be a bit different in it. A little bit, but then um, yeah. Martin saved the bell. Um, yeah. So I'll let and him start first on that. Yeah, Martin, what's happening? Yeah, so um, what's going to happen this week is Emiya didn't have a, a, a chat. We took a week off. So we've got an um, interview with my glamorous boss or co-host. I'm not quite sure what way to, <laughs> what way to, describe, what way to describe Miriam. It's, uh, yeah, so we've got an interview with Miriam Walsh who um, helps coordinate the EMEA chats um, coming up. So that's actually quite, quite an interesting chat. She's got a lot of good insights. We can uh, actually describe her as an excellent lady, I think. Oh, absolutely. She's yeah. multi-talented and multifaceted as well. That sounds cool. I saw that you guys were all booked up now for uh, upcoming chats. Yeah, we just um, we sent Miriam just sent a tweet on I think Friday or Saturday, and I think by Saturday afternoon we had the chats for May and June. Plus, we've got a list of um, we've got a list of prospective hosts, um, and they're all AD twenty nineteen as well, <coughs> which is great. So we've got a list of prospective oh, hosts. For the 2019-2020 session, so that'll be really good. To, there'll be some good chats for us to recap. On I, think, I think a lot of those. I think a lot of those new ads as well have really engaged with with the Apple chat as well. So it'll be oh, good nice. to, to get I'm happy them. Happy really to hear on. that we will be living on. There. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So but this yeah. is it. We've, we've got at least another year. <laughs> so Martin, uh, Martin, um, could you yeah. please explain us uh, to us how it works now? So it's. How many more weeks uh, for the uh, spring and what's happening in the summer and what, what happening in the autumn? Do you know at the moment? Yeah, so I can, I can tell you, I, I, I won't give you the chats or the topics, no, of but course I'll let not. you know how, no. many, how many we've got coming up. So um, at the end of this show, we'll tell you about uh, next week's, which uh, sneak peek is by two experienced ADEs. We've got one more after that. I'm just getting my uh, I'm just getting my list up just now. This is uh, wonderful podcasting where just feel like you just talk amongst yourself. <laughs> yes, it's, it's not that at all. Come on, sorry, to put you on the spot. I'm, I know I'm totally prepared. Slow, slowing yeah. down of your dulcet tones. To Isn't this what we were saying time. last? They're not. Like, should, I, should I, in the meantime, tell what's happening in yeah. the Americas? Yeah, I've actually, I've actually got it up. If he's wanting, just stop. You got it up. Second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was. Just nerves. I've told you before. I'm tired. Okay. We have. We're waiting. Uh, after this week we have eight more chats. Oh, eight. So That's brilliant. Mia coming up, and cool. we stop on the 25th of June. There will be the the last chat. And what happens then? It's uh. We take we take the summer off, and we come back in September. So the first chat that we will kick off with will be on 10th of September. After that, so. Oh, brilliant. Uh, yeah. yeah. Thank you. And uh, across the pond, like uh, we discussed last time. Um... I thought we weren't going to say that. It depends on no. where you are. Here in exactly. the Americas. 
We were talking all about amplifying all learning through celebration. I like that. (laughs) And that was by Jania Minichucci and then Rachel and Stephen Lamb, also known as the Clap Genius. So it's all about celebrating, guys. So let's see. Cool. So should we hit it off with um, the interview? I think we should. I'm very curious about it. Yeah. Let's have a listen to that. Good to go. See you soon. Welcome back to EMEA Chat. You'll notice that these aren't my standard dulcet Scottish tones. They are my smooth jazz talking tones. And I'm just going for filler again because, as I said, we don't have a chat this week. But what we do have is a wonderful uh, interview with Miriam Walsh. So let's have a listen to Miriam's thoughts. Okay, so for this segment of Last Night Recap, because EMEA didn't have a chat this week, I'm actually... I'm going to pass it over to my, I don't know, how could we describe what you and I do? What could we, what could, what could we say in that regard? I know it's kind of... Superheroes of Twitter. Okay, yeah, that would work. Yeah, so yes, I'm delighted that we have Miriam Walsh, who uh, helps, I suppose, coordinate the EMEA chats. So probably that, I mean, you lead the coordinating of the EMEA chats, don't you? Uh, yeah, for the last, since we've established, I've been organising them, and then in the last year or so I've had, you can help me. This yeah. my life a whole lot easier. That's a polite way of putting it. You probably, you probably went, oh, it was actually better when I was doing this myself. I'll pretend it's okay. Bad that's then. good. That's 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 what I like to hear. So, um, for people who are sort of getting started with the chats, what's the process that we that that we sort of encourage them to go through if they're excited about um, hosting or taking part? So the first thing is to contact um, myself or you or both. It's nice if they contact both of us and let us know a topic and a date. Once we even just have a date down, it makes the whole process easier because we have a lot of dates to fill and a lot of people to coordinate. So once we know people's availability, we can sort out the topic later. For people who have hosted before, um, sometimes we let them host by themselves. And then for newbies, we usually um, pair them with an alumni who has hosted before just because even though... You might take part every week. It can be intimidating. Your first chat, and as everybody always says, the hour goes really, really fast because it's so busy. Yeah, we had Simon um, doing a recap just after the chat he did on, um, I can't remember what it was, challenge-based learning with uh, Chris Galley. And he was letting us know that that hour does pass, but you're buzzing after it. You're kind of full of this. Yeah, it's mentally exhausting, but it's so busy. It's totally worth the experience because it just goes by so fast and you just feel like you're getting all these notifications. And then once the hour is over, you just sit back and you can kind of think about it all. But it goes really fast, so you have to be prepared. And what we do is once people have their um their topic and we do the ad for them so we are really strict um as some people know about the ads we make them so that they're on brand and then we get the questions and we always recommend timings and um giving them the question graphics so they can schedule them in because those 10 minutes between questions go by really really fast and you really want to have them in so you can just concentrate on 
responding to people or just engaging in the chat yourself yeah i think that's a i think that's sort of a really good point i think some people maybe think that we're a little bit too a little bit too strict maybe sometimes with the with the ads and the graphics but at the end of the at the end of the day these chats are they're they're they're, they're almost sanctioned by Apple Education. They're something that Apple Education encourages to do. So it's if we're using the if we're and we, from our point of view, from coordinating, we actually have a set of guidelines we have to follow, don't we? Um, when we're when we're making the ads or making the graphics. Yeah, like we we have told off people from time to time not to be awkward, but at the end of it, when you look at all our recaps, you'll know what to expect you'll know the format before you even go into it. You'll have all the graphics, the questions, everything. And it's just so that people know that they're coming along. And if you're new and maybe you've been um, lurking for a while, you'll know the format, even if you've never hosted. So it makes it just easy and predictable and kind of keeps it all absolutely and and, uh, yeah well. no it's a it's a great point and i was wanting to to talk about the recaps because the recap is 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 a is obviously what this show is all about we 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 recap the amia and the america's chat and we maybe pick out one question you um have done a power of work at getting the wakelet up and running um and i, I don't think people realize just the, the the amount of effort that went into finding a good platform for using that so do you want to let everybody know just what's involved with the recap that you do on wakelet and how you how you kind of summarize it and what steps you went through so what we do um we came from storify which went about a year ago and when it came we had a panic of what would replace us and I think it was Wakeless mentioned me or did something. So I said I gave it right. a go and I didn't expect it to be quite as good. It's easier now than it's ever been. So what I actually do before the chat is I put in the graphic and the host and the name and everything into it and just save us. So it's saved for me so that at nine o'clock, all I need to do is go in and put in the hashtag. And once I put in the hashtag, it'll draw off all the tweets, tweets from the hour. And I just scroll to the very first tweet, which is the welcome yeah. tweet. And yeah, I think... then I select all the ones yeah. in between. And then I put it in That's reverse. That's it. Yeah. So I reverse the tweets so that it looks like it's a Good. I, I mean, I think I, I, I think the way that it's kind of structured is really good when you... Because I, I use the recap. Um, you know, so a little bit of insider baseball, as people call it. But um, I use the recap as a way for me to go through and pick out the pick out the the tweets and the the question that that I, I want to recap as part of the show. And I think having it in that chronological order is hugely beneficial because you actually get to see what I quite like about the wakelet is they'll also show you if the person replied to the tweet or if they quoted the tweet above, yes. which yeah. is really good. So you can actually keep a track of the conversation that was happening. So it, it puts it in this kind of flow. Um, and I think for anybody that, that doesn't get a chance to join in the chat as it's happening live, that they should, they should really definitely check out the wakelet. We always put, um, we've been getting the show notes for last night recap a little bit more formalized. And one of the things I've been trying to do is link directly to your tweet that has the wakelet in it so that people can so that people can see it in terms of i mean we spoke about how hosts get in touch but in terms of the in terms of looking at the topics are there any kind of times of year that that um stand out at certain times for certain topics the one that stands out right now would be eu code week and code week we always try to have two coding ones mm -hmm. on there 
um we also like we do try to get like everyone can create um out there a few times a year because that's really important uh things about updates so if like ios 13 comes out or classroom or schoolwork or any major releases we always try to push things um either get the host that we've planned to change things around or maybe reschedule them which has only happened a couple Mm -hmm. of times so that we can change the focus into something that might be important and the best part of the chats is to get people to share as much um so that people see examples you never know especially as a new Mm -hmm. ad you're trying to change things in your classroom and it's not until you see like music examples or photo examples or schoolwork examples from other teachers that it kind of gives you the incentive to try things yourself i think that's a really good point and and if you had to if you had to talk about like the one big benefit if you if, you know if we're looking at apple edu chat and we're looking at before and um, before and it was called ade chat i think if we look at that from the selling point of view you know from what do people get out of it i think those those ideas that get shared and some of those insights that get shared they make it they make it sort of really worthwhile it's also a good way of getting in contact with people so like if in particular if i'm at an event or at a regional training center event or something like that and someone asks for advice on something i always know and it's usually true apple edu chat somebody who's done it or somebody who has an Mm -hmm. example and i can just go back to that chat or i can find somebody from it so it is it is really good to have those as well excellent well i think that's that's given us a kind of a, a great little insight into the the behind the scenes of what goes on with the planning and the the preparation um i i mean you and i have got this kind of uncanny ability to finish each other's there we go yeah um but we but i think what 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 kind of works is we're we're kind of on a a same wavelength um in terms of you know i can i can send something to you and say how does this look and you might go right just shift something to the left or just i don't really like that graphic you've used could you change that ever so slightly and i think one of the important things is you know you and i aren't doing this to compete we're doing this just to make sure that no like we work yeah. together um which is the thing that makes it work like i know if i've had a long day of work and i don't want to do the graphics and the graphics need to be done i know that you'll do them yeah so it's not like i'm doing everything myself or if someone suddenly cancels at the last minute like we've had a couple of times um we know that one of us can step in and do it or pull it all together it's not just on one person and it's really important to have a team behind it because the weeks come by really really fast and there's a lot of organizing in them so once your schedule like our schedule is done pretty much two times yeah. a year um until christmas and after christmas once that's in place there's minor changes but after that it's just doing the graphics and the questions and one of us is always on top of it or tries to be on top yeah, of it. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's quite funny. Sometimes you and I will, will send a message to each other and go, oh, I forgot to do the graphics. And it's like, right, I'm on it. And it's done within, you know, it's done within a few minutes. We've actually just been spending um, the, we've actually just been spending the weekend going over and getting some some new chats and some new hosts. We've, we've been quite fortunate. Yeah, we're, we've got a really good an exciting few weeks ahead because it's mostly new class as hosts which is different because it's a new set of voices that we wouldn't have 
um, seen as hosts before, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, and what's quite good about some of those hosts is before they were in ADE, they were actually active participants. So, you know, it, it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good opportunity for them. Absolutely. And finally say, I'm an ADE. This is it. Yeah, it's finally ADE. ADE, ADE, uh, ADE 2019 getting a chance to host. And we've actually been quite fortunate that a lot of the hosts we have, I mean, Matt, who's obviously on, on Last Night Recap and a good friend of both ours, is, yeah. is we always know that Matt knocks out the park Simon Rachel we've got we're so fortunate that we have this large band. yeah we and we always have them to rely on as um co-hosts so if we do have a new host and we're not sure we ask we'll either do it ourselves but most times we'll ask them we'll just say Matt can you check in with whoever's hosting that week and just like guide them along and people have been really amazing and supportive that way to us it's much bigger team than just the two of us it's an alumni team and a everyone that's this is before, it um, that yeah it, it is work. the community and we're you know i think if, if people are listening to this and you've hosted before you know thanks just thanks for the work that you i mean they tell they they, they thank us for making the graphics but it's them that, that do the work with it well if we didn't have hosts, we wouldn't have any we graphics have absolutely <laughs> right absolutely yeah. right mer um thank you so if people are wanting to follow you and get in touch how can they how can they it's Mercy Walsh, um, M-I-R-C-W-A-L-S-H. If you even use the hashtag, I'm sure you'll uh, Everyone knows it. who you are. You're kind of, you're, you're part of the woodwork when it comes to... I don't know if that's a good thing, but we'll uh, hey, <laughs> say it it's, is. It's, um, yeah, it's on brand, I think, is the best thing to see. Right, thanks okay. for taking the time to um, talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Welcome back. You're hearing my voice. It's time for the America's Chat. This week, all about amplifying all learning through celebration. So it was a little bit of a celebration chat hosted by Jenea Minichucci and Rachel and Stephen Lamb. And as we always do, we start with the tweet of the week. And it's actually a call out because um, uh, Rose Trujillo is uh, Rose New Mex. She said she's working with um, at Tarragon uh, 7, who is Tamara. And uh, she created a collaborative keynote uh, for creating shapes to the My Shapes library. So if you haven't seen it come by, um, have a look for at Tarragon7. She has created a um, public keynote file filled with shapes that you can add to your uh, library. You can use it in all other keynotes. Um, Do we have a link for that? We do have a link for that. We'll and we will, uh, yeah, we'll tweet it out and we'll put oh, it in brilliant. notes Thank and, you. Uh, so in that there. everyone can find it. Um, moving on to, to the chat and the celebration. Um, it was really difficult to pick out um, any of the questions because they're all, they're all good. And, and I wanted to, to tie a little bit towards more of a tool thing because of the examples that were with it. And, you know, I'm a fan favorite for examples. So the question that we got this week, guys, is what Apple tool is best to showcase and celebrate student learning? And they asked to share examples. So if you dive into the, uh, the Apple EDU chat, you will see a lot of examples coming with um, the things that I'll quickly pick out a few to start with Kay Miller sale. And she said, we use Keynote to build our learning artifacts, um, add, it, add to it each day and then it's accessible and independent uh, as possible. So I've seen these keynote templates pop up, um, making it easier and easier for the learners to just fill in what they uh, what their results are. Another keynote favorite 
was um, experimenting with digital dioramas. And I'm curious to see that because there's a coming soon. That was Jessica Garrigan um, who posted that. And then from Keynote, we moved on to Clips, which was the other favorite. And Dr. Casey Cohen, who was at Cy Cohen, um, said, in this example, one of the teachers I work with um, used classroom clips um, with her firsties as they created personal affirmations and celebrated their strengths. And I'm not going to go on with all of the examples because I'd love to know what is your favorite Apple tool out of uh, all of them, uh, guys. Maybe we'll start with you, Johan. I would actually go with clips as well, but I would um, give the opportunity for students to celebrate another student's story or or oh, that's an interesting success take. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> success, and I give it from their point of view. And uh, when I've done that, is uh, strengthen the both persons actually, both the person that are highlighted and the other one telling the other story in a really good way. So I like the clips app for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, another one who liked the Clips app was uh, Laurie Duran, who is uh, at Create, that's C-R-E-8-R-T. And she said, I like Clips for sharing out student work to families, administrators, and anyone who will watch. And uh, that's a reflection from a collaboration between the 8th and the 12th grade studio art students. So, I don't know, Martin, is yours also Clips, or do you have another favorite? Um, I like I like clips, but I think quite obvious. I, I I'm a huge I'm a huge keynote fan. No, uh, I'm not going to say I'm not going to say shortcuts. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, That's I like what them. I thought I like, you would say. <laughs> well, I was kind of tempted to do that, but but shortcuts is kind of niche. I mean, it really yeah, is. It's, it's there for a lot of people, but short city shortcuts are there for everybody. But shortcuts itself is really kind of niche. Yeah. In terms of student creativity, keynote has went from being. A presentation app to being a, a textbook um it's it's almost like your pencil case style if the if the ipad is your backpack then keynote is your pencil case um yeah. it can it can it's so versatile it can lend itself to animation to line draw to even prototyping apps with links and moving between pages um keynote really really just has the versatility to lend itself to any curricular or any creative aspect is that where you do your sketch noting also, or is that another app? Um, most of the most of the, the the sort of sketch note stuff I do is in Procreate, but um, oh yeah, if you're That's nice. if you're talking about um, sketch noting in Keynote, then Matt, you're the man to talk to about that. That's um, that's your kind of main main sort of crux, isn't it? It is. It is my new yeah my new uh, pad, I guess, for doing sketch noting. Um, I I. I have to agree with martin keynote is such a versatile app um i will say though that i've been playing around with numbers quite a bit recently uh you'll know i work with student teachers and trying to look at how we can change observations in the classroom to something that celebrates success a little bit more mm-hmm. um and put together a bit of a, a template where uh if you're observing someone in the classroom you can take photos or, or video clips of successful elements of their teaching so that they can see it themselves because i think that the pressure of doing or being observed by anybody is is pretty stressful and i just thought it's quite nice to have this mobile tool to to again celebrate the successes that people have in the classroom for them to see it themselves the smiles on a child's face because they get something that you know Mm -hmm. what it's like in in a classroom Mm -hmm. session you might not you might not notice that yourself but it's an important thing to know that that child's really switched on to something or has done an amazing piece of work and 
or whatever it might be you know just i just think that's important so numbers just seem to lend itself really nicely for that with being able to add in media placeholders and you know you're making it really simple just tap open the camera take a picture it'll go yeah. into one place and then we've talked about collaboration before being able to instantly you know share that with the with a student teacher or, or their mentor whoever it might be is i think that's quite a nice way to celebrate success so brilliant and, and numbers was also given a shout out by uh, melissa piet or Pieti, um, she said a uh, at Appy teacher, and she said a current favorite tool for learners to showcase their learning is Numbers, and exactly what Matt um, just talked about. She says I love the structure with the tabs to support learners, like a hashtag structured uh, teaching task. Um, so that's that's the favorite one. Um, what about you? Um, for me, well, I thought about it, and it's um, it's a tricky question because I tend to go between. Um, a lot of these apps, um, and I would. I mean, you got to pick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Keynote and Clip has been mentioned already, um, so I might go with uh, with Pages uh, on this one uh, and highlight a few of those because Pages feels like a nice way of collecting it all. Um, the things you can make uh-huh. in Keynote, or the yeah. thinking you've done in Numbers, some video you created in in Clips, and then import it all in Keynote and and make some kind of book that you can publish, um, adding line draw to, to the existing text, bringing that to life. So um, mm-hmm. I might go for pages on this one um, all right. just to give you that, that whole overview. Because I have a question there uh, with uh, Keynote, actually, with a read-only um, option, which yeah. would be lovely uh, because it's not there yet, is it? Or have I not seen it? Because I think if when you, you collaborate, maybe. Maybe then, but when you put it into a book, it becomes read-only. And sometimes, uh, like you, Martin, yeah. you said, you can almost do like an app with all these click things and everything happens. Yeah. But you want it to be in a read-only uh, option uh, if you would share it sometimes. Uh, because you don't want to put a PDF it's... in it because then you lose all that uh, interaction. Yeah, you lose your click. Yeah. Yeah. So that would be a lovely, that's a, a wish uh, thing. Uh, from me yeah like a like a live like a live embed yeah that i would love that i would love that yeah because it's there in the book but it's not if you just send a a keynote that would be lovely actually and that exists at the moment doesn't it you can do that in in ibooks author yes you can so but you can't have that option export a file that is just read only that would be lovely and how nice would it be to just simply send that to pages just oh, from really? within Keynote. Yeah, just say, yes, from the share, right? Yeah, from yeah. the share sheet would be yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. I okay. do want uh, to uh, give a, a shout out based upon these um, uh, examples. Um, a book that just came out, I think, over the weekend and, and by a new ADE called Chris Galley. And I, I think he's been um, tech- tweeting at us at last night recap. He brought a book out full of uh, those templates, specifically in oh. numbers. It's called Exploring Shape and Space. So, if you're working on, uh, I think it's tessellations, uh, correct me, Martin, if I'm wrong, because I'm not the mathematician over here. Yeah, like patterns. Yeah, yep. volume, yep. symmetry, area and perimeter. Yep. Um, yeah, tessellations is, is one. And um, he goes through it, and all of his resources are, are in that book too. Um, he's got another one out there. And it's uh, all for free? Thinking. All for free. Oh, um, brilliant. And same thing, I think, with Jamie O'Clark, who's been posting a lot of... Um, 
um, materials and templates uh, through Twitter. Um, so try to keep an eye out on, on those guys. Um, and I think Blue Learning is another ADE from Australia. She's been tweeting out a lot of examples like cubes that she made, vocabulary cubes using the new mm-hmm. keynote features and then um, and exported as animated uh, GIFs. So I think people are, are very happy um, with the collaboration between those apps, not just one specific one. That's what makes it so difficult to choose one app. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for a brilliant section. And awesome. um, yeah. I, I think it was uh, really cool. And I, I hope people continue this discussion or wherever they are. I hope so. so Mia Morrison made a uh, wakelet with all of that cool. info. And um, you can find her on Mia L. Morrison um, or follow that hashtag Apple EDU chat. So we can put a link to it in the show notes. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. And when we come back, what happens then, Matt? Questions for Matt time. Oh, brilliant. Do we get questions? the winner of the week Ooh, that was our uh, jingle of the week which um is is i think people are starting to raise the bar here a little bit i think i i may have inspired them to uh to up their game with some of my expert jingles in the past so that one was from uh from Rich i don't Hopkins. think you left them much choice man <laughs> the desperate that's, yeah. that's harsh um <laughs> So that one was from that was from Richard Hopkins, fellow uh, fellow Welsh ADE, um, a new guy, class of 2019. So uh, thank you very much, Richard. Well, class 2019, raising the bar. Yeah. Well, you know they're not class of 2013, but you know they're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's crack on with the questions. So we've had a couple of questions in this week um, from anonymous listeners, guys. So. Wanting to uh, give us a shout out, but wanting to keep their identity a bit secret. So let's uh, let's listen to the first one. It's like the stick. It is, yeah. Hey Matt, what is your favorite celebration song? Okay, great. So um, there we go, guys. What is your favorite celebration song? Johan. Oh, that's hard. Abba, yeah. (laughs) Not typecasting Uh, or stereotyping (laughs) you there. No, <laughs> dancing queen, of course, my friends. <laughs> so uh, I'm not, I'm not suggesting or giving up that I'm a queen, but I'm definitely a dancing thing, <laughs> a dancing thing, <laughs> yeah, or something. Yes, but dancing queen, I think it's a so happy and celebration and and just having a good time. So I like that everyone gets happy. Nice. Um, yeah, I like that one. Nice. Martin. That's a good one. Uh, Killing in the name of by uh, Rage Against the Machine. Okay, nice. Ooh. Wow. That's, uh, yeah. That's an, an That's interesting a real choice. celebration. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's actually, it's, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's uh, Superstitious by uh, Stevie Wonder. Ah, very nice. Ah, That's cool. not bad. Yeah, that's not bad. Um, I'm I'm just looking uh, on iTunes and on Apple Music to see <laughs> what you're trying. You <laughs> like, <laughs> was like trying to get it. Wow. No, no, no. The, the one I telephone water cool songs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Matt's section, and I, he taught me how to be lazy. So I 
I just <laughs> search for celebration. <laughs> oh, efficiency is the word. Not if it, yeah, oh, sorry. The shortcut was called different in my uh, in my phone when I got it. Um, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with celebration by Cool and the Gang. Oh, nice. it's a good one. It's a good one. Max, what's yours? Uh, We're my, really my song would probably be Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Oof. Yeah. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a get up and dance song. Um, yeah. Yeah. So next time when we meet, I can, I can really play that one and I'll see you dance. You one. will see. So, Mirat, I will. Mirat, yeah. yeah, I will dance, Johan. I will dance. I'm looking forward to that. I will dance. All right. Okay, Remember, so... the DJ goes off, at, goes off at midnight, but the party goes on till three. Okay. Ooh. So let's, uh, let's move on. Thanks for that, guys. Let's move on to our second question then. Hey Matt, Adobe is doing this really cool campaign about creative types. You can find it at mycreativetype.com. I'm curious what type you guys are. I'm a visionary. Okay, great. So, um, I don't know if you guys have actually done this. Um, but they, I've, I've done this recently. So, this, this, what type of creative are you? Whether you've done it or not, uh, let's start oh, yeah. with Martin. Martin, have you had a go at it? And what type of creative I, are you? I have. I did it last night. How many times? Just the once, <laughs> I could say hand on heart. Just the once, I really wish I'd done it more than once now, just to, just to have a better answer to that. But no, I've done it the once, and I'm the producer. Oh, um, so yeah, the producer, and I think they're the they're kind of um results driven and they like to try it out, and you know, they, they like to they like to document a process and show how a process works, all that kind of thing. So Cool. Quite accurate. I thought it was quite accurate. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yo, what were the types? Have you seen it? Have you had a go? No, I haven't done it actually. So, um, but I, I'm, um, I'm the one that comes up with new crazy ideas. Is there someone that so, is close to that? So there is. So that was that was pretty similar. Well, same as mine. So I came out as a visionary. So, oh yeah. So uh, I will imagining the impossible. We might not always have the the greatest outputs but we regularly inspire others to to do things so so we're the idiots to think it we're will the, we're, succeed no, even though it wouldn't we're the trailblazers we're just oh brilliant everybody else oh, so everybody else thank ends you. up making it awesome okay <laughs> so that's that's the one yeah then. yeah which is the same as me so kurt over to you i am someone different i am a dreamer dreamer Ooh, nothing nice. but a dreamer so what does that what does that mean about you then you don't get um, done you just can't. no exactly oh, yeah. that's uh <laughs> i just i just that's uh, why you see the lego yeah. country just building legos <laughs> yeah exactly. the whole time i know looking around um well well it says that um ideal to collaborate is uh, the innovator um mm. and it i use dreams to fuel real world action Ooh. And um, strong connections Ooh. to emotions and imagination, empathy and sensitivity. And um, I think that sums up a little bit of my character. Um, yeah, I think so. so. Actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can, I can oh. definitely go with that. Um, it says, let your mind roam free. And um, yeah, it resonated. But so if you want to do this um, um, game or what you test, yeah, I hate that where, call where do it you test. go? How can you read it? How, where can you read about it? So I found and, and it, I found it. it on Facebook as a, as a link um, that has okay. a good number oh. of ADs. Yeah, it's mycreativetype.com. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. We can stick that in the in the show notes, Martin, yeah? So people can have yeah. a go. Yeah, it. we can put that in. We can put a link to it. Easy enough. Yeah, yeah I think brilliant. Brilliant. there's eight different uh, char- well, types. 
the artist, uh, the thinker, the adventurer, the maker, the producer, the dreamer, the innovator, and the visionary. Oh, sounds good. Love it. And probably okay, we're thank you. all a little bit of them. Yeah. Yeah. A mix, of, I mean, a mix of all of those people in all of us. Yeah. Guys, it's, thanks thanks for that. Thanks for the, the questions from our anonymous listener. Guys, if you if those listeners out there want to ask us any questions, um, anything burning on your mind that you you think that the last recap team can solve for you, um, we can take on all sorts of questions, usually tech related education. But do you know what? If you want to know how to sew up a hole in your socks, I'm sure Martin can uh, offer you some advice on that as well so guys absolutely thanks, thanks a lot and uh, let's see what questions we have next week brilliant so it's just a wrap up i think isn't it i think it was a brilliant um interview and uh, i think that the americas was very interesting and there were very strong questions, uh, all of them, uh, wasn't it, Kurt? What do you oh think? yeah, they were they were so strong that it was difficult for me to choose. Um, just like with any other uh, chat, it, we have to narrow it down to one question, and, and it's like uh, yeah. killing your darlings. Yeah, because <laughs> sometimes it's just that you it feels like you just pick. I'll pick number three, and then I'll pick yeah. number three. Yeah. And I'll oh, pick Martin and I text throughout the week already saying if you pick two, then I have to pick three because oh, okay. uh, we, <laughs> yeah, we, co- we can be matching. This isn't just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this isn't just done by the seat of our pants. We no, 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 no. Five minutes. We it, never do this five minutes before we record. It's yeah. actually <laughs> the only part of the show that is actually scripted. <laughs> I know it's the only part we plan. You guys think that that we just uh, do this five seconds before? Before we go on, but no. Yeah, because it sounds like that. <laughs> it just sounds that way. Yeah, that's that's how talented we are to make it sound like that. Oh, that's yeah. brilliant. So, how how to connect with us, please, Martin? Can you give us a run through? Is that right? You can indeed. So you can uh, follow us on Anchor. So we were talking about questions with Matt and how you know we don't just focus on tech or education. If you want to know. You know, Matt's favorite uh, maker biscuits, you can uh, leave us a voice message using the Anchor app. And if you have a search for us on Anchor at Last Night Recap, there'll be a lovely little section there that will say leave a voice message, record into it. We get a notification and you get a shout out on the show. It's ginger nuts, by the way. I thought it was. I thought it was. I didn't want, I didn't want to spoil it. it no, that. no spoilers. Uh, so no questions that. about it's Game of Thrones. No questions about no. Endgame. No spoilers. Okay. Okay. That's good. Don't spoil the Endgame. And on Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter you can uh, follow all of us at Last Recap. You can follow Matt. Matt, do you want to let everyone know your handle? I am at Matt6453. No oh. more pin number. Jokes. The inf- won't do infamous, the infamous handle. <laughs> yeah, I think we've, I think we've done the pin number jokes to death. Uh, <laughs> Johan, how can people find you? At Anderson double S underscore edu. Perfect. And Kurt, that's Mister Kurt M double E S T E R K U R T. And you can and find you. me at yeah, and you can find me at mcoots eighty one. That's C O U T T S. So Martin, what's happening next week? Yeah, Yeah, next week, Amir has a chat back. uh, We're back from break, we're back from holidays, and we are kicking off next week with Bronwyn 
Desjardins and Rachel Smith. Yeah, I know it's a Desjardins. Desjardins, Desjardins, I think. Desjardins, Desjardins. yeah, it's from the gardens. Yeah. Oh, it means that. Yeah, that's that's where luckily this is where we go. Yeah. Yeah, it's a beautiful last name. It is, and uh, both uh, she and Rachel um, will be co-hosting a chat on Everyone Can Create in Language Learning, and that's Tuesday, April 30th oh, brilliant. at 8pm BST. Oh, cool. Kurt? And uh, over here at the Americas, it's uh, Sarah Malchow and Tracy Piltz, and they're doing Amplifying Student Voice and Ownership Through Digital Portfolios. And again, that's at 30th of April, Tuesdays at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern time, um, which makes it, I believe, 6 o'clock at Pacific time. Oh, brilliant. Uh, before we stop um, and finish off, I just want to thank you for downloading this podcast. If you like the show, please rate and review us. Listeners, comments and ratings keep us high in the ranking so the new listeners can find us. Be sure to find us at Last Recap on Twitter for more news and podcasts. And um, what do you say, guys? I think it was um, a fun one. I was good happy show. to hear you guys again. Yeah, good show. Yeah. It's been a good show. Good to be back. Okay. So I'll uh, talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye.